and welcome to another edition of Maroon and Bold. As always, I'm Greg Whitcliffe, sports editor for Central Michigan Life here with assistant sports editor Mackenzie Sanderson. Mackenzie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. All right. Uh, a little cold outside. But yeah, we're, just we're, a little bit. <laughs> we're chugging along here. So uh, on today's episode, we have on the docket the football team national signing day is on Wednesday. Then we're also going to talk a little bit about Marcus Keene and the men's basketball team. They're doing pretty well. Next thing we'll talk about is the women's basketball team, and then we'll also go down the line with the rest of CMU sports. So as I mentioned uh, before, the football team will be signing their third class under John Bonamigo um, on Wednesday. It's National Signing Day, one of those crazy days for college football. Uh, the Chippewas, after coming off of a tough season this year, finishing 6-7. and seven. Um, definitely are looking to add some talent to that to this team this year. Um, Kenzie, what do you think about this football team, and uh, are you hoping for anything uh, on Wednesday? Um, I'm just hoping we get some talent back in our roster after losing Cooper Rush. I mean, I know we just signed Shane Morris, but I didn't really see a lot of action from him at, mm-hmm. over at Michigan. Uh, everything I heard about him was, like, his high school career. So um, who knows what will happen with that. Hopefully, you know, may, you never know. Maybe he'll get better with CMU, and we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of talk about Shane Morris. And uh, it's kind of like he's uh, he's going to be a graduate transfer, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like he's one of those recruits as well. So the Chippewas have 19 recruits this year including uh that's not including Shane Moore so that could be 20 if you want to look at it that way uh but <clears throat> they they do have a little they have a, a some size coming in this year they got a couple of impact players a few receivers um will uh we got a uh, Jacory Sullivan from Muskegon Michigan uh he's a big receiver 62 about 215 pounds um he's a big kid uh kind of quick as well played really well that team went to the state championship this year um so be on the lookout for him and then they also have John Berghorst. Uh, he's from Zeeland East, 6'3", 275-pound defensive lineman. Uh, he's a one of the bigger recruits that they that they have this year. I'm um, seeing him a lot on on a lot of the uh, recruiting uh, recruiting websites. They've been talking about him being one of the uh, bigger recruits for the Chippewas. And uh, lastly, one of the names to mention is uh, Keegan. Who, Excuse me if I butcher this, but Kusaso uh, or <laughs> yeah, sorry about it's a that. Fun one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to pronounce that name, but he is a six-five uh, tight end from Greenville, so he adds some size, and I think that would be interesting with uh, Tyler Conklin coming back as well. If you can have a, a, another tight end with uh, that much size to help out and uh, kind of take the defense away from Conklin, then things might get interesting for the Chippewas. Um, their recruiting class is ranked 90th in the country. Um, Pretty solid for a for a mid mid American team. They're uh, ranked fifth in the MAC. Um, probably the same where they were last year as well with their ranking for their with their class last season. So, uh, Bonamigos, you know, he's trying to develop some talent here. So we'll see what this class does. Um, the Chippewas will have a celebration or National Signing Day celebration on Wednesday at Hunter's L House. That is at five thirty. For all the fans out there, you can go and uh, Coach Bonamigo and, and as well as some of his staff members will be at that, and you can ask him some questions about this recruiting class and other things. So be on the lookout for that on Wednesday at 530 at Hunter's L House. Moving on, uh, we have the men's basketball team. As you all know, Marcus Keene is a stud. He All he yeah. does is ball <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, he 
he's been dominating the Mac and also taking the country by storm. It's kind of getting old, but it's hard when he does, when you see him do something amazing and you talk about it, and then the next game he does something just as impressive, so you have to keep talking about it. Um, yeah, and he likes the attention. He's one of those people that, you know, like he likes people talking about him right now, and he's given us something to talk about, so, I mean, you can't really hate him for that. Most definitely, yeah. He, uh, last week, he scored 28 points against Bowling Green. That was on Tuesday. We got the Chippewas got a win in that win, and then went into overtime on Saturday against Kent State, and he scored uh, 11 points in overtime, scored the first eight points for the Chippewas in OT to help them win that game, scored 41 points, and he was the first player since Jimmer Fredette, if you remember that name, uh, in 2010. Uh, he's the first player to score 40 points four times in a season. Um, and as you remember, Jimmer Fredette did win National Player of the Year that, that year. So I don't know if that means Marcus Keene is going to win that award or not, but it just shows that he is doing something that people haven't done in a long time. Uh, the Chippewas will be on the road, and they're going to be playing Buffalo uh, Tuesday at 7 o'clock, which is tonight. Um, Buffalo's a, a team that's been giving the Chippewas fits uh, over the past couple of years. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. And then on Friday, they have that team from Kalamazoo, people like to call her, as you know, as Western <laughs> Michigan. That game is at home. That game was actually switched um, and from a different date, and that game will be at home on Friday at 6.30 p.m. You can also see that on CBS Sports uh, Network as well. Um, any thoughts on that team so far, Kinsey? Um, I don't know. I, could, I just see our team, like, kind of getting better. I mean, we were picked to finish last, and I feel like we've been proving everyone that maybe we won't finish last. So, I, I don't know. I, I have faith in CMU, mm-hmm. especially this week. Yeah, yeah. that men's team, like you said, they were picked to finish last in the MAC West. They're 4-4 four and four right now on a three-game winning streak, so now they're they're one game out of first place. So, it goes to show you that when you got players like Marcus Keene and Braylon Racing leading the, leading the show, then – you know, you're never out of any game, never out yeah. of the out of the conference race. And I think the coolest thing about this team is like, yeah, you got your key player, you got Marcus Keene, but when you don't have him, you can depend on players like Braylon Rayson and even Josh Kaczynski to pick up the slack mm-hmm. in that when he's down. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, awesome, cool. And then uh, we got the uh, women's basketball team. It's kind of interesting how the men's team is trending up and the women's team is kind of trending down. They've lost, they've lost two in a row. Um, two in a row on the road. They lost to Buffalo um, a week ago, and then on Saturday they got beat by Toledo. Um, Joel Cotton missed a game tying shot to send the game in overtime, and Toledo beat that team. Uh, I don't if you remember Toledo also beat CMU twice last year, so that's been one of those teams that CMU has struggled with uh, recently. Um, and Chippewas. Um, they were picked to finish first in the Mac West, and now they're third in the Mac West right now. So it's interesting just to see the differences in the two teams. Uh, but Chippewas do have a chance uh, on on uh, Wednesday to kind of change their tra- tra- trajectory. Excuse me, <laughs> against Ohio. Um, that game will be at home, so they'll be able to come back to McGurk Arena. But as you know, Ohio is one of the best teams in the Mac. Um, they're the they're they're the first they're at the top of the MAC East, um, and they're they're doing well this year. So um, we'll be interesting to see how they do. What are your thoughts on this women's team and kind of where they are right now? Um, I just think they have a lot of trouble on the road, definitely. So I mean, maybe playing at home will give them some maybe a comeback. But it, you can't 
you know, play like that on the road. Like, the last one against Toledo, they gave up 21 offensive rebounds, mm-hmm. allowed 22 points off that. That's crazy. So um, that was kind of a heartbreaker to me because I really didn't think they were going to lose to Toledo. That was kind of a close one. But mm-hmm. when you're giving up that many boards, you know, you're not going to win. Yeah, so. and it's interesting because this team – they're returning their top three rebounders, and they were the number one team in rebounding last year. And I think they've dropped to third or fourth this year so far. So um, I don't know what that is, but they are definitely not as um, as impactful on the rebounding end uh, as they were last season, even though they have those top three rebounders back. But they do have a chance against Ohio to get a win. Um, that game will be Wednesday again at 7 p.m. at McGurk Arena. So we'll see how that does. Uh, We're going to take a break here, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about uh, the wrestling team, gymnastics, and the track teams as well. Hey, guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus. Hello and welcome back to Maroon and Bold. I'm Greg Wycliffe, still here with Assistant Sports Editor Mackenzie Sanderson. Uh, We've been talking a little bit about football, men's basketball, and women's basketball, but now we're going to transition into some of the other sports here at CMU. Wrestling team has been doing really well. Uh, They've won their last two meets. Uh, They knocked off Old Dominion and NIU last week, and they have a big one against Michigan, and that game or that meet will be at home on Thursday uh, at 7 p.m. That's going to be a big meet for them. Kenzie, what have you seen from the wrestling team so far this year? I mean, especially in the last two meets, they've been doing good. Um, I mean, they won against Northern Illinois 33-6. to And uh, just like um, if you read our story about the individual wrestling being an individual team versus a team sport, I found that one really interesting because there's like, I mean, obviously um, they have to like win meets as a team, but then like the individual players, they have their own records too. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, Austin Severn, he's his he's ranked 14th, I think, or 18th. No, he's ranked 18th, and he uh, pinned the 14th ranked Kevin Beatsley in the last meet. So he's like improving his record, but then like the team's also improving their record too. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring that story up. Uh, yeah, that wrestling is one of those sports where it can be both individual and team, mm-hmm. depending on the time of the year, as Coach uh, Coach uh, said. Coach Tom Borelli said that, you know, uh, during the year they have a lot of dual meets, so it's uh, mainly a team sport because you need those points to win. But right. as you get down the line into, like, those, uh, those bigger meets, um, then it's kind of like an individual sport at that time. Um, especially like MAC championships, and if you're fortunate enough to make it to the NCAA championships. Um, but that's, yeah, that's an interesting take on that. Uh, the team will also, after they play Michigan, which is going to be a big one, they're going to also they're gonna go on the road at Buffalo on Sunday at 2 p.m. So be on the lookout for those two meets for the team this week. And then uh, we have the gymnastics team who finished second at the Metroplex Challenge in uh, Fort Worth, Texas over the weekend. Uh, They're doing well as well. They're going to host Illinois State on Sunday at 1 p.m., so they have a little bit of a break here 
Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the gymnastics team? Um, I I feel like this team has just always been a good team. Um, but I'm just I guess I'm this season especially I'm just looking for consistency. So um, hopefully they can come back after having a break. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, they've uh, they've done well this year, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be interesting to see how they where they where they go from here. They got a big one with Kent State coming up in February. That's kind of their rival. A lot of people think that it would be the Western Michigan team, but that Kent State team is the team that they talk about as as their rival, so be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, they have Illinois State at home on Sunday at 1 p.m., so make sure you check them out here. And then, uh, finally, we're going to wrap it up with the track team. The men's and women's teams both finished third at the Eastern Michigan uh, quad quad meet on Saturday. Um, I think – they did all right, but I think that they could have done better in, mm-hmm. in those meets. But, you know, in track, it's always you never know. Some days you could be on and then some days you're not. Uh, so that would be interesting to see how they m- do moving on. But they do have their next meet, which is going to be the Notre Dame Invitational. That's going to be on Friday and Saturday in South Bend. That's going to be a big one for them. Uh, we have a preview story that will be coming out on Thursday for that. Uh, if you want to check that out and see how the team is feeling about that meet. Um, They'll start the meet on Friday at 3 p.m. and then finish it uh, on Saturday at 10 a.m. So uh, be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, We also have our paper coming out on Thursday. Also, make sure you check that out. Also, make sure you you, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, social media, or social media, Snapchat. just make sure you, you follow us. Uh, cm-life.com is our website. Make sure you go there and uh, check out all of our content. Uh, I- anything else you'd like to add, Mackenzie? Um, nope, that's that's pretty much it. I think you covered it all. All right, cool. So uh, thank you again for listening to another edition of Maroon and Bold. As always, I'm Greg Wycliffe, sports editor for Central Michigan Life, here with assistant sports editor Mackenzie Sanderson. Hope you have a good week and um, hope you check out all these interesting uh, CMU sports and uh, have a good week.